guys. Welcome to a new episode of Watch It Out with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. I have been, I noticed how like the past two episodes we've kind of gotten, I've, I, not we, I have gotten away from the normal intro and I've like, it's been 10 minutes and I'm like, oh wait, hey guys, <laughs> how are you? You, you forget <laughs> we're actually being recorded. You're like, oh, we hit record, didn't we? Like I walk into a party just talking to people, don't even introduce myself. Like, who is that guy? <laughs> I don't know who he is. He walked off the street. Um, welcome. Hi. <laughs> uh, so, um, this week we were really going to discuss, uh, kind of going into, we've had this trend of like talking about things that go into what show we're going to review, which is kind of a cool little trend and we're happy that it's worked out this way. So we're going to talk about musical TV shows. Are we limiting this to TV shows? Because that might limit my choices. I don't know. I guess, I mean, I guess we could... I guess we'll, we could start. We could we'll see, start with TV shows. See how, see, yeah. see how it forms. We don't talk about these conversations beforehand, you guys. This all is just off the cuff, these conversations beforehand. So, I don't know. But, like, uh, almost like when we talked about murder mysteries a while back. Why did you flourish? No <laughs> one can see this. Murder because, because I'm talking to you. Like, <laughs> shut up. I hate you. Um, but, like, we talked about murder mysteries, which obviously a musical TV show isn't something that's hard to define. No, usually it's something that has an exorbitant amount of sing-alongs. You make it sound exor- you make exorbitant sound like it's, it's an annoying amount. I'll give you my example. It's not annoying. I like the show. I, I really like the show. I actually listen to music as kind of like a random, if I feel like show tuning kind of thing. It's Glee. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That's my go-to musical TV show. It was uh, I, f- I feel like the first season was revolutionary. Really. Not revolutionary in a way, but I feel like it's the one that I, it's the one that gave me that feeling. Like when I watched it, I was like, <gasps> and then after that first season, I didn't really have that feeling. Anymore. Well, let me put this out here. First off, it's a Ryan Murphy show. Obviously, look at our past record of, of shows you reviewed and how we talk about it. It We obviously, I for sure, am going to mm-hmm. like the show. Right. B, I think it was one of the first shows he, Ryan Murphy, Right. Got in on a national network to start normalizing the, you know, gay community. Like, like I, I'm yeah. not, like they don't Keep emphasize it, it a lot. Keeping a voice. Yes. But I mean, they, they, they show the downtrodden a lot. They show the people mm-hmm. like, like the, you know, I'm trying to think, it's not paraplegic, the, the, the one in the wheelchair, Artie. Yeah. What, what do you, cons- you know, the disabled, the, the downtrodden, they they give them a voice. It get, it, yeah, it, it, it gives, it, it's, it lifts up. The it outsiders. Li- it, you, it lifts up, yes. Yeah. Not really outsiders, but people that most people would consider to be an outsider, it lifts up those people who are, I think downtrodden is the best word. Yeah, which Ryan, I think, tries to give a voice to someone in most of his work. Right, and this was kind of literally giving... A voice to those people because they were able to sing their feelings, being able to sing, you know, what was going on. So I think that that was huge. Um, I mean, it probably led to something like Zoe's, which we talked about, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Which also stars from Glee. Right. Um, are in that as well. Yes, I couldn't think of... of- Sh- uh, Aston. Sean, no, it's not. No. What is their I know, name? his hot... Uh, the hot guy. I forgot his name. Whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, But also, like, what else did you... Are there any other shows that come to mind? Shows? No, I'm having a little issue with the show. Did you ever watch Nashville? Oh, you love Hayden Pantier. I'm surprised you didn't watch that. No, I did. I just forgot that. I don't. I don't consider that a musical. Miss Connie Britton. Okay, because here's the thing: they sang, but all of their music was at you know 
a concert or like had a purpose. They didn't just break into song to elaborate their feelings about a certain aspect of their life in the middle of the day. Right. But I do still feel like that's a musical TV show because just because it's a music themed TV show, but I believe they, to me, I think the piece of that that's good is that they wrote music specifically for that TV show. By the way, how dare you just assume I, I love Hayden Panteri. She, I mean, girl's cute. I, I would not. You're uh, so mm, shut your mouth. Mm. Um, okay. I agree. But yeah, that I watched that for a while because, uh, Loved Connie Britton, and yes. I, feel, I feel like I should go back and rewatch that. Me and Emily started watching it, and I think we got through the third season. I think that's when I stopped. Yeah, and I think we need to finish the last two. Is it a five seasons? It's six show? seasons. So we have three more. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like with that, I know you're having trouble, but like with with Nashville, it goes along like shows like Empire. Yeah. Okay. Again, that's where to me musical is kind of along the lines of like. Lin Manuel's new sh- movie coming out to HBO, the one where he talks about the the uh, neighborhood in the Bronx mm-hmm. or Harlem. Yeah, one of the Bronx. Yeah, in the Bronx, kind of being subsumed into white culture and you're, and them losing their heritage, like making that where um, instead of speaking the lines, you sing the lines. And I feel like Glee does that. Like, there's points where you could say this, but they choose to sing it. On the other side shows like empire in nashville spoken more but they do sing a little bit like like they don't break off like when something bad happens in nashville empire they don't just stop what they're doing and start singing about it they only sing at a concert or a performance like it's it's meant to be sung at that point like that's why i'm, I'm having a hard time saying it's a musical tv show but it's a music themed tv show but see i think that you are i think that i think i think there's two different versions of it I, I think when you think of i think when you think of a musical tv show you're also thinking of a musical exactly what i'm doing and yes you're you're thinking west side story you're thinking it's exactly uh, what i'm thinking you're Greece. thinking Grease. oh my god it's been a while since i watched Grease. i, I watch just watched the shit. other day Oh my God, it's been too long. Um, you're thinking of stuff like that, which 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 I completely understand, which mm-hmm. which, which I Greatest get. Great showmen, There's like all these things that have come out recently, right? But I also think that it makes sense to, to include stuff like like Empire in Nashville and you know stuff like that because I feel like just because they're not singing their thoughts at that moment doesn't mean that the song that they're singing isn't about their thoughts. You no, know? and I agree, but and I don't remember specifically if they only sing it to crowd. I I do know there's a couple times in Nashville where where they sing a song and it's not necessarily to a crowd. Like they're singing it either to each other or well, it's a demo or it's something a demo. It's it's a it, it's sampling some of their music, like when um, Hayden's character steals the guitarist from Connie. She Britain, Deacon, yeah, spills Deacon like she sings him kind of what she thinks one of her songs should be and he helps her finish it out. But yeah, they were singing to each other. I don't particularly listen to the lyrics when Hayden's singing because I'm kind of staring Hayden, but I'm sorry. I, I... But uh, but I'll bring up another show as well because I don't know if you ever watched this one. Smash. Never seen it. Uh, it had uh, Catherine McPhee from American Idol fame. Okay. Uh, it also had... Uh, my, I was going to say Debbie Gibson, but that's not who it was. Debbie Gibson. <laughs> it's Deborah Messick. <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson is like an 80s uh, singer, um, I believe. Yeah. 
Uh, it had uh, Deborah Messing, um, Angelica Houston, I believe, was in it as well. Okay. Uh, but it was Cash about... sounds good. Yeah. It was about a Broadway show they were trying to get off the ground. Yeah. And the, the songs they were singing were all in the Broadway show. Okay. So they were singing the songs for the Broadway show. But it was like, it'd be like while they were practicing the Broadway show, or there was this whole thing where they sing a song, but it was a karaoke night at, at a bar. So would you? But but there were times where they weren't just singing, just be singing. I don't I don't believe. So would I would classify that? that as a musical. But you think it's because it's there's a play aspect to it? No, but like Glee, didn't, they weren't doing it for plays. They were they were singing, like they were, like my my main example is. In the first season, when Mercedes thinks. Kurt has a crush on her and she finds out that he's not into her. Let's put it that way. And she does like the I'll throw a brick through your car and throws a brick through his windshield. Oh yeah, I'm a wrestling. Yeah. Like, but that was her internal thoughts of like how she was pissed visualized in song. Yeah, she literally threw a brick through his window. But you took the time to like go inside of her head, see the song play out, see her do the dance moves. Like, they took the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Where that to me is musical, not music. So there's a, it, it's the word, I guess. What I'm is what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I definitely get you. I still, I, I still think they all fit into the same kind of category. But I understand it. It's it's a. I think I think I understand what you're saying. You're 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 saying your thought there's is more of a theatrical your, aspect to a musical. Your thought is um, Glee and Zoe's, Zoe's are. Are musical our TV our TV musicals? Yes. Okay. I and like that. You okay. are saying Nashville and Empire and what's the one I just named? Smash. Smash are. Um, I've been saying music theme. Are okay. I guess I guess music theme was good. I would say dramas with music, but yeah, music fair enough. But I mean, I, I I get your distinction. Well, go through the list. What other ones you you kind of have a list? Pulled Those up. are basically the ones that I was kind of. I was kind of looking at because to me, I kind of think of it as if the show is like making original music, uh-huh. then I kind of count that as 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 part of a reason to why. Because if you think about it, Glee and Zoe's have the same have that same kind of uh, concept where they're not making any original songs. It's all music yeah. they're re-singing, like all actual songs they're re-singing, but. I do think that what's I do like a show that includes music, but it's original as well. So, like you could like after 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 like I know for sure like after Smash you could go and download all that music and it was all original. So or, then let me ask: Do you consider you you mentioned it American Idol? Is that a musical TV show? I I, I think that is going to be. I think that fits more as a reality TV show. But to be fair, when, when you if you Googled musical TV shows, the first thing that pops up is American Idol. Well, like I said, my, my my guilty pleasure, The Masked Singer, is that a musical TV show? And see, I think that's. I think it's, but it's the first that pops up. But it also yeah. says it's a popular show about music. And that's the thing. I think. I think what you're trying to get as. Are there shows that we watch that are musical or like music themed? Right, because I think American Idol is a reality show first. Yes, first and foremost, reality show competition. It is that you know that's what it is to me. That that's what it. But but is it? But for me, 
is it a musical TV show where it has, where it has a plot and where the music fits in with... So there's a story to go with it. Right. I feel like there has to be a story. Okay. I think, I think that as well. But no, I completely understand your distinction. I, I think they could all live in the same universe. Yes. <laughs> Comic universe. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, in the music universe, but I do I do understand your distinction, but I don't think there's a lot of shows that are when, when, when I think about a, a TV show musical, yeah, which is what we're gonna, we're going to separate the genre. Um, I, those are the only two I can think of. I mean, they've done like a TV rendition of Grease, a TV rendition of The Grinch Stole Christmas, where they're singing the lyrics and making like the they're doing the production that was on Broadway or on the you know stage for TV live consumption mm-hmm. but that's where when you we specified are we doing strictly shows yeah i enjoy a show that has good music i'm not gonna lie i like glee i like zoe's if we're talking musical i will go to the the plays and watch them like i know we've gone to wicked before i've i've watched um hamilton on a on disney plus like I enjoy those. I like that. The movies that I will watch, The Greatest Showman, I'll have mm-hmm. that music on in the background sometimes. So I think I watch more movies or plays that are music or musicals than TV shows. Yeah. And I can't believe I, I even talked about this without even mentioning um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I've never seen it. That show to me was uh, created by the amazing Rachel Bloom. Honestly, it was... That it to me is... Uh, more of like a I guess almost exactly it no it's not more of like it's exactly like and I, and Rachel Bloom I believe comes from a theater background which is why I believe this show kind of fits mm-hmm. exactly with the TV show musical category because she does have songs that she's thinking at that moment that they're all like these little productions kind of inside her head kind of thing okay um and they were but they were all but the difference between that show and the others is that all these songs and craziest girlfriend were all original songs that's cool. She wrote all those songs. Like, there's one called um, "I'm Feeling Kind of Naughty." It's the one song I remember. That show was on four seasons. It's the one song I remember because <laughs> she's talking about this this guy that she's in love with her her uh, his girlfriend, and she's perfect and beautiful, and she's like, uh, "I'm feeling kind of naughty. I wanna uh, grind your spit into a powder and do cl- lines of you like cocaine." Like, she's like, "That's Whoa. how much I love you." And she's like, I want to like steal your baby teeth so I can have my smile be like your smile. Like it's it's a really funny song. That's <laughs> I, creepy. It sounds creepy. Hell. But it's a it's a hilarious song. Have you ever heard it? No. To, it's like it's like a two minute song. I have to play it for me later. But yeah. that one is a that one to me is, is a little bit that one kind of mixes the the TV shows with music and the musical TV shows together because the TV shows with music have original music in them, uh-huh. but not necessarily like a musical where you break in the song, but in Ex- craziest girlfriend, they break in the song, but they're also all original song, which is kind of cool. Hmm. So that's, that's one show I never finished either. I, we, we don't finish a lot of shit, do we? We do for this show, <laughs> like for the, for the recording of the podcast, I think we finished more shows here than I've finished in the last ten years prior to this show. I know. I know. When we first started, there, there was there were shows where I was like, "Ugh, I am not finishing this. Too hot to handle." Um, the, for real but, though, yeah. But we haven't done a reality show from Netflix in a while. No, we haven't. We haven't. I, I don't know if I want to. I, that was just so. Are you scared bad. to do it now? No, well, no. Um, but see, here's to your point. Um, I actually googled Playbill.com. They yeah. actually have a list of where they say. 11 musical TV shows. So like they have Smash, okay, which we talked about. Um Glee, yep, which we talked about. 
Gallivant, which I've heard of. Never heard of it. I've heard of it. It's like a um my brain is saying it my brain is going um Monty Pythons, but it's not what it is, but it's like set back in the day, I think. It's yeah, in yeah. the day, medieval times. I've heard of it, but I've never really went back and watched it. Maybe we should put that on the list. Okay. Uh Craziest Girlfriend, which we talked about. Uh Rise. <gasps> I remember Rise. I saw the preview but never watched it. It was one season it had Ted. Yes. And it had Rosie Perez in it. Okay. It only lasted one season. And that one was kind of like, yes, was like glee light to me. And it was, it was kind of similar to that. It only had one season, but it was canceled. Okay. Uh, Saucy Burden. That's a little deep for me. That Michelle Williams. Never seen. Uh, Soundtrack. Never heard of that. No. It's a Netflix show, apparently. Oh my God. High School Musical, the musical, the series. So. It's a mouthful, but yes, I can't believe I forgot, I forgot about, that. about that. I actually that show's stupid, but I didn't watch it. I'm like, this I is did like too. this is the best kind of stupid. Like it was I mean, did you hear about the whole drama with them? No. There's a whole drama with them. What? Like you know that song uh by Olivia Rodrigo that came out it was like driver's license? Yeah. Uh that was the main girl from High School Musical, the musical the series. And apparently her love interest in High School the Musical, the Musical, the Series, um, is like was who she was talking about in that song because they were they were like both young and she was like, When I get my driver's license, we're gonna we're gonna drive around, it'll be cute, it'll be cool, it'll be awesome. And then him, whose name I don't remember, apparently they broke up because in the song she's like, You're hanging with that blonde girl. The blonde girl is Sabrina Carpenter, who is also a Disney Channel star. Um, I believe she was in Girl Meets World. And she wrote a song that came out after that was talking about, I guess you used the word blonde because you couldn't describe me any other way kind of thing because she's older than Olivia Rodrigo and she's already got her driver's license. And the thing is that the boy she was dating left her for Sabrina Carpenter because she, because she was older. And he also came up with another song called Lies, Lies, Lies that was supposed to be a diss track to Olivia Rodrigo. You're welcome. The shade. <laughs> How do I not know this? Because it's stupid and I, I have too much time on my fucking head. I want to say for children to sit there and, and go back and forth at each other for diss tracks. I mean, come on now. Right. That was either here or there. Let's keep going. This is the top 10. Encore. Never heard of it. And I've heard got, of it, but I never watched it. Oh, it's got Kristen Bell in it. Oh, she goes to... Oh, she goes to... Um, oh, I don't know what the show's about. Whatever. But it's on Disney Plus. Okay. Disney Plus. Please. Um, and then Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, obviously. Yep. Um, there's a few others I've never heard of. Katie Keene on the CW... No, didn't know that. Oh, was a thing. that was it. That was eleven. Oh, but um, okay. but yeah, we basically talked about the shows we that, and, and I agree with those. Now, what was missing from that list was, like I said, was so that kind of plays more to your point. But this was also made by Playbill.com. Yeah, exactly. But I do, I do understand your thought. Like I said, like when you think of musical TV shows, you think of because honestly, you think of Glee. The, the very first thing that comes to mind, right? So, so I agree. So. Um, Let's 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 jump into our review and see if you think. Yeah, is is our review a our review is a TV show? Is it a TV musical or is it a TV show with music? Stay tuned for the review. All right, everybody. To continue on, kind of our conversation, our review today is going to be. I always say this wrong, so correct me. It is Julie and the Phantoms, and I always want to say Julie and the Pussycats. 
Or Joni and the Pussycats. It's Josie and the Pussycats. I always want to say Julie and the Pussycats because of Josie and the Pussycats. But no, it is Julie and the Phantoms. It is it is a Netflix original, isn't it? Yes. Josie and the Pussycats. They've got long tails and ears for hats. That's one of my favorite <laughs> that's one of my favorite 90s movies ever. One of my favorite 90s movies ever. Why do you know that? With Rachel Lee Cook and Rosario Dawson and Tara Reid. God, Alan Cumming. That movie was so good. <laughs> so stupid oh my Sorry. god i do know that but what was i calling it yesterday i kept calling it julia the uh oh my god um god now it's gonna bug me julie keep going I'll think no because we're gonna workshop it it was julia the i kept calling it i was calling it flight of the phantom yes fly <laughs> like almost like fly of the concord you're like flight of the phantom and i was like i was like no we're gonna talk about <laughs> flight of the phantoms and you were like what and i was like fight no and I was like, oh, wait, the Julie show. You were like, yeah, I'm like, okay, so we're going to talk about Flight of the Phantoms. And you're like, Jeremy. I was like, <laughs> I mean, Flight of the Concord. So I was like, wait, what show are we doing? And I'm like, Julie and the Phantoms. And I think I still had Flight Attendant on the brain from weeks ago. Oh, you really did. And for, I don't know. It's dumb. It was weird. Uh, but yes, Julie and the Phantoms, Netflix original. Uh, first off, I do love this show. Um, I love the, the aspect that it's, that it's centered around a Hispanic family. Mm-hmm. Love that automatically right off the bat. I was like, oh. The famous Hispanic. Love it. Okay. It's part of their Representation Matters collection. Come on, Netflix. Wait, is it really? Yeah. It says Representation Matters collection. I'm like, I mean, that's fine. Whatever. The thing I don't notice because I don't, I mean, I'm not going to, congratulations. I'm happy they're showing representation. But the fact that that doesn't, I don't notice that just points out that, okay. Yeah, it, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, Julian of Phantoms is basically, um, I'll try to do a synopsis of this one. Okay. It's about a, I want to say 15-year-old girl who is very musically creative and talented and loses that will uh, due to the death of her mother. And when these three ghosts appear, um, <laughs> appear uh, into her life by mysterious circumstances, they help her get that will to sing and to be creative back. I'll go with it. It's a very good synopsis. You're welcome. Did you think about that? Why you're, did you title it "Flight of the Concords"? Shut up! I, I miss "Flight of the Concords." That was such a that was such a, that was such a good show, Brit and uh, oh my god, Jermaine. Uh, but yeah, uh, this show. Uh, I don't know what it came out. I believe it came out around Christmas time in twenty twenty. Um, right? I'll look that up. So it it's been out for a minute. It's not brand new, right? But it's, it's technically touted as, like, a comedy drama series. This show was kind of... It was really kind of random to me. Because it was... I was like, what is this shit? And then, <laughs> you know, I, tur- yes. I turned it on. And it's kind of like... It's different. It was... Because I, I don't think it's a musical TV show. But this show does... Every song in this show is original. Uh, is an original song. And I didn't I didn't notice this until my second watch through of it. That all the, sh- all the episodes are titled after one of the original songs. Oh, they are. In the episode, which is really cool. Um, Came out in September. So, been a while. Uh, but yeah, they're all, every 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 title is of a song. So, basically, the biggest thing is like, the, it, it, start, it starts off about this, this band, this band of four guys, and set in the 90s, 95, I believe. Yes, 1995. Yeah. And they... Like you said, it was a good year. Yeah, it was a good year. Um, but they... Mysterious circumstances, they die. 
right before they're supposed mysterious to mysterious circumstances. I mean, they I think they die of food poisoning. They eat something. like a they, they eat tacos out of the back of a car. They, they eat a hot dog off of a carburetor or yeah, something. Pretty yeah, pretty much. They stick the hot dog in an exhaust pipe and then they put it on the bottom <laughs> oh, and eat it. God. And uh, no, uh, but they but what three is this case like guess three of the uh, band members obviously die the night before they're supposed to play at the Orpheum, which is this huge venue in L.A. The only member who doesn't die is because he's a vegetarian. Or a supposed vegetarian at that moment. And yeah, so they die before that comes true. And then basically the reason, the way these, and this isn't like a spoiler, but whatever, uh, the way they come back into Julie's, come into Julie's life, who's our main character is she is, uh, she's in her garage and she finds, um, some stuff of their, like a CD of theirs, Packed away in some of her mom's old stuff. Yeah. And she plays a CD and they appear. Well, so the garage it was her mother's studio because her mother was big into music as well. Right, right, right. And then it was also, before that, it was also the band's studio. Yes. Where they would record. So all of it ties in and that's how they appear and they're like, yo, what's going on? And she's like, it's been 25 years. And they're like, say what now? I mean, they know, and, and they know they're dead. They know that they, you know, they know that, that they're ghosts, but they were just like, it had it been that long and they didn't realize it. So that is, did they kind grasp of, right away, I forget. Did they grasp right away that they were ghosts? They knew they were dead. Like, they knew they were dead. They just okay. didn't realize it had been that long. Mm. They were like, wait, what day is it? And she's like, it's been 25 years. And they were like, wait, what? How? <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but our, but Julie obviously is our, is our main character. Who mm-hmm. are the, do you remember the bandmates, bandmates names? Um, I've sort of I Luke, to... Alex and Reggie. Thank you. Luke is kind of like the lead singer. Alex is the drummer. Reggie is the bass player. I like Reggie. I loved Reggie. Reggie to me was giving me all kinds of life because he was just kind of stupid, but kind of... He was that comedic relief you needed. Yeah. Well, I actually think that like Alex was kind of good at that. Like he was the one who was very like... He, he was always shooting like a sideways look at people, which I love. Well, true. Yeah. That, that was pretty cool. So th- those are like the main characters. But like Reggie doing like the dad jokes with... Julie's dad in oh the God. kitchen was hilarious. Julie's dad was so cute. I, I was waiting for it. He was so cute. His, every every photo you Google of him afterwards, he's not cute, but he was kind of cute. And that for me. You have leave me alone. Daddy issues. <laughs> we we know this. Uh, so what? Some of some stuff that you liked about it, or it, disliked. It or brought whatever. me back to. Okay. It's going to show my age. Who are those kids out there that aren't kids anymore that remember the Nickelodeon days of like Hey Arnold and All Real Monsters? It brought me back to kind of feeling like one of those shows. Like I'd, I'd come home and watch after school. Kind you of, mean like Kids Incorporated? That might have been way before your time, actually. Like Mickey uh, Mouse Club or? Was that what? Mickey Mouse Club? Or are you talking about just a show in general? Just a show in general. Like, like I would oh. come home after school in like middle school up and I'd have, you know, like there was Toonami on Cartoon Network and there was, you know, like I was still in that, you know, Rocco's Modern Life. Rugrats. How did this remind you of a cartoon? <laughs> no, but it reminds me of that like after school kid kind of show. See, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's supposed to skew that young though. But like I said, but like, like middle school and up. So I'm saying like okay, 13 yeah. and up ish. Okay, yeah. Like I could like, I agree that's something I would watch at that t- age. But I mean... It took me back. I had a little nostalgia when I watched it. Yeah, this I, I don't know if it took me back. I do think, to, to be to be honest, like some of the acting in this is not good. Like sometimes, and some of it's a little cringeworthy. And I actually don't think the writing is is bad. I think some of the writing is. I'm like, 
I feel like sometimes they were like like in some of the old sitcoms when you had like the laugh track over the thing. I feel like they were pausing for like you know expected laughter so you hear the next line. Right. Yeah. I I I do I do definitely. I do definitely agree with that. And I know we were talking about like musical TV shows, like usually, and you said if, if they're performing this, the song, yeah. then you doesn't really feel like a musical TV show, but there was a song in this show that wasn't performed for people. If you remember the, uh, Luke, Alex and Reggie had that song where they were on the beach and they just started singing it. And everybody on the beach just kind of heard it. They thought it was a speaker or something. There was a second one. Um, Emily, the one to his Unsaid mom. Emily. Yeah. Yes, that was a different one. So that one kind of, in a way, kind of married a little bit. Yes, majority of the songs were performed. Uh-huh. Um, Which is, I mean, and, and, and kind of to fill in, so Julie is the only one who can see the ghost. Yeah, we forgot about to, that detail. To, I guess, help them find what they are, like, why they're stuck in the world. We don't, we still don't know why she can see them. Exactly. We don't know why she can see them. We don't, the, the, the show leaves off. We don't know what their final, like, what they wanted to do and why they're still stuck on this world. Like, right. Why, what why, their why unfinished business on. is. Exactly. But, so, Julie's the only one who can see them unless she's performing. And when she performs with them, then anybody can see the ghost. Right. Then they appear and you can see them. You can, they're still like ghosts. Like if you try to touch them, obviously you would pass through and right. So yeah. that was the huge thing. And the way she explains it is by saying that they're holograms, Jim and the holograms. But here's my did thing. You watch, did you ever watch Jim and the holograms? No, you never watched Jim. Wait, uh, again, look at, obviously old. that was super old, but like but, but, Jim is so good. But here's my question is, you're gonna sit here and tell I'm such me a gay. In, <laughs> in modern time with with kids who have grown up with iPads and iPhones and computers and all this technology that you're just gonna take some girl's word at these are holograms and it's like a little bitty like I mean classic camera it that she like carries a, uh, around. It looked like a small handheld fog machine. Yeah, you know what it looked like? It looked like the lantern that Green Lantern carries oh, around. One, oh, it was that yes. exact shape. Actually. It looks exactly, but. <laughs> they're not going to question. There's no lights coming out of it. You just have, you just have someone sitting back and going click. That's called a callback by the way. Cause DC last week. Oh yeah. And no. then, or DC a few weeks ago or whatever. And green lantern callback. But yes, Kidding. like, like it, that made no sense. Like, like I don't think any of her schoolmates would take for granted or like just take at face value. They're holograms. They're, they're performing in, in Switzerland. Or wherever she said she told she told her dad that they were Swedish, but like that they're performing there and they're projecting their performance alongside of her through the machine. She, like no one, but nobody it. else asked. I mean, I, I, especially I get, I when get her it. dad is a videographer. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that that whole detail. Yeah, I mean, but but he's still like old. He's still like look at my old school cameras and blah blah blah. He wears a hat for God's sakes. Like but, a fedora. but is he? But his job is cameras. And when he like when he recorded her show at the garage show like i could tell you what he was using but like his his shit was good like he had up-to-date good equipment but his job is cameras it's not it's not like graphics no but he should still know what an old classic camera or fog machine whatever she's like that that's not a projector it had lights on it Look, we're, 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 look, just like we are, just like we're assumed, or we're supposed to assume to uh, to suspend some kind of belief in it. True. <laughs> but I, I no, agree. I'm with you. I, I, I do agree that nobody was like, because um, like, 
obviously Julie has an arch nemesis, this girl named Carrie, who is uh got her own little band, and she's like you know a pretty little pop princess. I didn't and, mind her songs. Her her music was catchy. Which yeah, is, well, it I was hate it was say. catchy. Uh, but I I feel like someone at some point in the show would have been like. I'm going to figure this out. But maybe that was almost too many layers to add on. Or like, I feel like her, there was one episode that I was like, oh, they're going to flip on the switch and Megaloid is projecting and her arch nemesis is going to go over there and go and unplug it. And they're going to still be compliant and she's going to figure something out. Like, but that never happened. Right. right. Like nobody's like waving her hand in front of her going, what's going on? Like I I do, I do get that to point, but maybe they thought that would be too many villains because they do bring in a villain Mm -hmm. of the show, which He's been popping up in tons of stuff. Cheyenne Jackson, love Cheyenne Jackson. He's so gorgeous. He is shockingly in another show we're watching currently, uh, Call Me Cat. He's a Call Me Cat. He was in Say About the Bell. Oh, yes. I he's forgot been about that. in um, American Horror Story. Yep. He's been everywhere all of a sudden, and he is a theater actor, historically. I don't know what he's been in, but I, I he is a theater actor, and that was one of his, like, he's new to TV. TV's new for him. So it's, and you could tell the theater actor because he actually sings a song in this as well, which his voice, he's got range like nobody's fucking I thought that wasn't business. him singing the first no, time. No, that's him. I, when, I, when I realized that, I was impressed even more. Yeah, like he, I, I think I like Cheyenne Jackson because he's just, he's kind of like not letting himself be put into a box. Like he's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, whatever show he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it. And well, he's, he's cute and he's a good actor. He's, he's very attractive. Yes. Uh, he's also a queer person, I believe. I don't know if he's gay, but I know he's queer. Do you know that? Yeah. Uh, but he is our villain in this show. And I don't necessarily understand the, I guess I understand the reason why he's the villain or what he really wants. I don't understand what he wants. I mean, I, I think what he wants is, is the whole thing where like, he's a ghost with more power. Yes. And I think his thing is, is he's like, but wait, this girl who's alive can see these three ghosts without him being around or without him, I guess, powering the whole thing. I don't well, know. and let me preface, you, you say without being around. So he, the way they meet this villain, he runs kind of a underground club. Ex- yes. Exclusive underground club where he performs for the living with all ghost performers. Right. So that's where he allows the living to kind of get a glimpse at what's to come if you can afford to pay the price. Right. Um, and they learn this. There's another character that pops in named Willie who's played by Boo. Uh, I don't remember his last name. But he is he was, uh, he is from the Descendants trilogy on Disney Channel. Um, okay. I forgot his real name. His name is Boo something. My brain is saying Boo Radley, but that's not what the, that's the killer. Wow. Mockingbird. Is- his name is Boo Boo Stewart. Boo Boo. Yeah, that's his real name. I know. His name is Boo Boo. Boo Boo Stewart. Yes. Um, his we'll real name is his real name is Nils Allen Stewart Jr. But he goes by Boo Boo Stewart. He okay. also actually played Warpath in X Men: Days of Future Past. <gasps> I remember that actually. Huh. Um, he also played a young Seth in the Twilight Saga, but he's most known recently for playing Jay in the uh, Descendants franchise. Okay. So uh, he pops in. He 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 becomes a um, love interest of Alex because Alex is gay. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say obviously, but we talk about that. <laughs> Al, Alex is gay, and, I, and you know what? I like how they threw in Alex is kind of like a gay character, but he's not like 
stereotypical he's not guy. Jack from Will and Grace. Right, yeah, he's not stereotypical. There is that moment where Carrie is, Casey or Carrie is singing with her band, and he goes up there, he does a little, he's like, oh, I'm into this uh, pop princess song, yeah. you know? So I was like, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't think they cop, it, cop out at the, the, I think there should have been a, a, not that it matters, but I feel like there should have been a same-sex kiss at some point in this show, but there wasn't. So I was kind of annoyed that I you I feel like would, they're testing the waters. I feel like you, why would you add him in there if you're not going to do that? Why would you classify us as inclusion-based material if you didn't include? Representation. Same difference. Yeah, but... Yeah, and, and they cop it out with, like, a hug. I was kind of like, mm, yeah. that would have been a perfect point for, like, just, like, a little kiss. You know? Just, like, a little one. So, I was mad about that. I was kind of like... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I We need to look at the rating system. They may have had to bump it from, like, a TV-14 kind of mentality. For a same-sex kiss? Probably. Disney Channel, there's that show called Alex Mack. It, that kid is, like, supposed to be 13. That show comes out as gay. Like, it's really? Not huge, it's not a huge deal. Yeah, it was a huge thing. Oh, I didn't thing. know that. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a kiss. It's not really that big of a deal, honestly. So I was kind of mad about that, but I do like that they included this gay character, uh, of Alex in there. And he was actually to me one of the most quietly funny out of the whole bunch. Yeah. Like very subtly, like hilarious. Reggie was like outwardly funny to me. And Luke was kind of like the one who kind of grounded everybody or whatever. Um, well, Luke was the moody guy. Yeah, he was the songwriter, the moody one, the one that's like, let's get down to business, you know, that that kind let's of kid. Let's get down to business to, to defeat, defeat the Huns. He's oh, he's up there as one of the hottest cartoon uh, princess princes ever. I forgot his name. <laughs> I think he goes Prince Eric from Little Mermaid, and then whoever that guy is. <laughs> How did we get on this tangent? <laughs> you you decided to start singing Mulan. Okay, God, that movie was such a disappointment. Back to, to to the fly of the condors. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this show, um, I do. Lo- I, you know what I found myself doing though after the show though. What I do those songs, all the songs get caught in your head. They really. I do. feel like they're really catching. I will say though the 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 unsung Emily is that the what it's called? Yeah, the, uh, unsaid Emily. Unsaid that one hit me in the feels. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it, but that one hit me like right here in the feels. What sucks is that his parents, those those people, yeah, those people uh, that play Luke's parents in the show were horrible actors. Well, that's why they were only in there for like ten minutes. The mom was, I was like, who is she? She's not. This isn't great. <laughs> Can you cry? That's all we want. Oh, it wasn't enough. Uh, I, I, what I do wish they did was I do they they gave in this show they do give obviously we learn a lot about Julie. Yes, we learn a lot about Luke. We actually learn a good amount about Alex. Not a, not a whole lot, but Alex kind of has his own little separate thing. They a little. They don't really give Reggie a lot to do. But I was like, he's the comedic relief. That's why which he's, is fine. he's the jester of the group. Which is fine, but I do. I know it was only eight episodes, but they, they kind of skirt over anything to do with him, really. And it's kind of, it's kind of annoying in a way where I'm like, they didn't really give him a lot. He, he really was just kind of, it's almost like they used, I know he's comic relief, but they kind of use him as filler. True, but and here's my hope. They did leave it off for a second season. Like I feel like not to spoilers, but it, it was left on a cliffhanger. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm look. I feel like they might do more with Reggie's character in the second season. Yeah, I, it it just felt weird because if they just focused on Julie and Luke, yes, that would mean that would made a lot of sense. But Alex's storyline had a huge point. Had a huge way to kind of kind of his storyline matched with everything else you know and then reggie was just kind of out there floating you know by himself well and i feel like alex's storyline is what 
kind of brought them into the ghost world. Right, like, like right. They were they were always artists. They had to adapt to being in the, in the modern world. But Alex, because he met Willie, brought them into the ghost world. Of everything. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, there should have been something for Reggie. There should have been more for Reggie to do, I feel like. I feel like they okay. could have spared the time and do more like that. Um, but, you know, that's not a hero. I, I just, I was kind of annoyed by that. Um, I think they all kind of had some cool comedy moments, though. Because yeah. even, even though Luke's not the comedy guy, like when they were in Julie's room, and Julie's like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, what's in the box? And she's like, nothing. Get out of here. Like, you can't be, that's a personal, she, he goes, is it personal girl stuff? And she's like, yes. And he, they're like, see, we told you, don't touch it. And then they have a conversation. And then like two minutes later, she looks up and Luke is staring at the box. And she's like, Luke, he goes, I really want to know what's in the box. You shouldn't have told us about this. And, she, and she's like, stop. And he goes, can we just open it? And she's like, no. Like It's, it's so good. I mean, I was like that. He has like some little cute little moments and stuff like that. So I did find it kind of, kind of uh, funny in some ways. Um, but should we like discuss Bay of the Week? I mean, it's getting there. If you, you want to do Bay of the Week? Bay of the Week. Bay of the Week. Bay of the week. So, Bay of the Week. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I know. I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm not, it's not because this show is bad or anything. I mean, it's not like... I don't know. I, I'm just trying to figure out, out of this like, show, who... Because my first thought is to give it to Julie. Madison Reyes. Okay. Um, because... She has an amazing voice. She does. She she's a great singer. I don't know if I loved her acting the most in this, but she's also a new. She's also new, so I'm kind of like, mm. but. Why well, don't I really know the the boys from anything really either? I don't either. Like they haven't been in much, which is fine. They don't have to be in something to be good. No, but they're they're kind of new also. So I'm trying to get at. right. Um, my almost thought is to say give it to Cheyenne Jackson. Because he, this show is like a camp, like, I think he leaned into the ridiculousness of this show and into his character. Yeah. And his character's kind of over the top, slightly, you know, a little gay, you could tell. And, you know, he's got a, he's got a flourish like they were from earlier. Thank you for that. And he's just like, he came in, blew the roof off with, with his singing. And I think he's playing a villain pretty well. He does a good job. He, he portrays the villain as much as he needs to. Right. And but but I, my my other thought is to give it to Madison and to give it to Madison Reyes or Julie because she I don't know. So do you think none of the guys from the band deserve to be Bay of the Week? If I was going to pick a guy for the band, I honestly think I would probably pick Alex. Not because he's gay or anything, but because I do feel like he has some really really good comedic moments. I think Reggie would have been it if they had given Reggie more to do. Okay. But Alex to me was like was like low key super super funny. Like when they find out they've been gone for twenty five years, they were like they were like, um they said something about Alex has been sitting around crying and he's like, No, I haven't. And then they were like <laughs> and she's like, It's twenty twenty and they go, It's been twenty five years and he goes, I've been crying in a room for twenty five years. And like <laughs> so, so like he's just like I feel like he's really, really funny to me. And I liked his subtlety with it and what he brought to the character. And I really, I think to me, I remember I liked as much as I loved Luke and all of his side boob that he was showing. Yeah. Oh, uh, and those arms. 
Oh. Keep in mind they're like 16. No, he's not. If Julie's 15, he's only like 16. In the show, but in real life. You know, well, whatever. okay. I'm saying the character um, you're idolizing here. That one guy, Boo Boo Stewart, mm-hmm. 27. Whoa, what? But he looks like he's like 20, whatever. Yeah, he does. Um, but even though Luke was showing me all kinds of side boob, I, I do think it would have to be Cheyenne Jackson just because of his performance and the way he acted in it. Or I would have to say Alex because I just found his character to be funny. I do want to give it to Julie to a point, but I just, I don't know. I don't think she's there yet. I agree with the Julie part. I, her singing was spectacular. Yeah, she's good. They're, her, all good. They're all good. Her acting... I was left wanting a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. she definitely got better by the end. Like, you could tell she progressed in her acting. That I, 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 get I mean, that. her best friend Flynn, I believe, was, was better. Was better. Yeah. A little bit. I, I She gave me more. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I take it also for granted salt because, I mean... She's supposed to be moody. She's supposed to have been sad and a recluse for a whole year, and she's getting back into being sociable. Right, but there there were just some things where when she when she acted it, where she the way she I think some of her choices, I was like, mm, yeah, I don't know if I would have said it that way, or like when she like hugged that flower toward the end, I was like, you could have done that different. Like there were just some things where I'm like, mm, creative liberties. So. And I agree. If if I was going to give it to just one member of the band, it would be Alex. Mm-hmm. I feel like he had the most growth in the group. He kind of is what tied the story into the villain. And mm-hmm. he, he's the one who brought the rest of the plot up to the band. But do you want to give it to the band? To Julie and the Phantoms? I don't know. If is that too much of a cop-out? I mean... The... I, and here's the thing. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but... I don't agree with your comment for the villain to get it. Yes, he did a good job of what he did. He was in an episode. I don't mm. want to give it to a person who was in one episode. I don't think he was in one. He was in a few. But I'm, I, 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 I get your point. I don't. I don't know if I would give it to the whole band collectively because I don't think that the. I mean, I think they were fine. But, I guess if I were going to give it to the whole band, I wouldn't give it to them because of their acting. I would give it to them because of the songs that they sang and because. Yeah. The songs were, were actually pretty good. In but so, and I say, to me, if I had to choose one, I think I would choose Alex. So what are we doing? <laughs> well, again, I mean, to your point, I agree. Julie left me wanting. Alex had the most growth, had the most kind of like plot-specific storylines, and... I think he played his character well. There was the... the his comedy wasn't as in-your-face as Reggie, and Reggie, again is the he's the jester of the group he's the one for the slapstick comic relief in my mind right but they just didn't give him enough i don't think yeah and then luke i mean i don't know i liked his character he did good as singing oh he was great but i feel like he could give me more i don't think so i actually i actually think he was really on point with his acting i thought i thought his acting was actually really good but i i, I just I, for me i was i i but i always go back to who do i want to see more of on screen and I always enjoyed Alex's little like funny parts, and like, yeah. like I, I feel like I wanted more of him when I was watching the show. Cool, I'm I will agree. So for us, our that's Owen Joiner. Owen Joiner. That's that's his name, and he is going to be our Bay of the Week this year. This year. This year. This week. For uh, you know, Flight of the Phantoms. Yes, that that show. All right, you guys. So, what do you think? Do you think the show is a watch or not? Yes, I 
I guess found what? <laughs> no, 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 there's no but. I, I'm I, like, is this a watch or not? You're like, yes, it's a watch or not. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a watch. I, I will give it a watch. It, it took me back. I had very nostalgic feels about it. It, like I said, it was very. I felt comfortable and like like I wanted to keep watching. The music was good. I, I found myself tapping my foot along with it. The songs got stuck in my head. Um, it ended on a cliffhanger, and I dying to see where season two takes it mm-hmm. so yeah watch it you guys i'm gonna say watch too because here's the reason because the first time i watched it i was like what is this bullshit and <laughs> i <laughs> like literally what is this bullshit and i was like this bitch and i was like these dudes and i was like oh look at this side boob and i was like no you can't get into that and i was like this is so, ugh, whatever and then i watched it a second time and you guys, I literally called MJ and I was like, why am I, why do I have the biggest smile on my face watching exactly. this show? Like I couldn't, I was just like, I was giggling. I was, I was full on laughing. Like I was guffawing at this show and just like, like even right now talking about it, I'm like smiling, thinking about you like, really I'm are. So, <laughs> like, you, you can tell in the way you're talking, like, like your smile is there. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I really, and I can't pinpoint one specific thing about this show that makes me like, like it, but I, I watched this twice within a span of 60 days. And the second time I watched it, I was I was smiling at everything. Now, I will say, the second time I watched it, I did skip a whole episode. Which one? It was the one where... Um, which episode was it? I think it was the one after they met Cheyenne Jackson's character. Okay. It was probably episode seven. No, that was unsaid, Emily. I want to say because there's only eight episodes. It's a very it short was, series. I think it was episode six. I, I fast forwarded through. I think episode six, which I think, which I think was like, um, I think that was after they met Cheyenne Justice's character. And I think okay. I, I don't think much happened in that episode. I don't know, but I did fast forward through that one on my rewatch. But I was still smiling and laughing and giggling at almost everything in the series. So yes, yeah, I definitely think it's. It's worth your time. It's eight episodes, half hour each. About I think the I think the last episode is like forty minutes. Okay, I believe. But you guys, it, it really is sweet. It's a really sweet, cute, fun show to kind of watch. And the songs are stuck in your head, which is kind of which is awesome. And they're all downloadable on iTunes. I was hoping by the time we release this, they would be. Yeah, on iTunes, um, you can you can download it there. It's it's the songs are pretty cool. So you actually. can listen to it on your iPoops. Yes, I can. Okay, I do. Um, so you guys give the show a watch, please. One hundred percent. Representation matters. Winky face, nod nod. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks guys for tuning in this week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you. <laughs>